Chapter 5 of Bunny Brothers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Picnic Continued. Perhaps the delay made everyone enjoy his food even more than he had expected to do. At all events, Aunt Hedgehog had much praise for her delicious pies and cakes. All the crisp lettuces which Pinky had washed so carefully a few hours earlier were soon eaten up, and the cowslip wine made by the whole bunny family was agreed to be of the very finest quality. Poor old Grandmother Mole caused much fun by sitting down on a plate of wild strawberries, and when Uncle Cottontail, Billy's father, had helped her up and explained matters to her, she quite entered into the joke in spite of having spoiled her clean print dress. The young people thought it was splendid that such a very old lady as Grandmother Mole should be so jolly and not mind being laughed at. It made them all want her to like them, and she had a little crowd round her most of the afternoon offering to do things for her and egging her on to tease Billy, who usually had everything his own way. Aunt Hedgehog was playing Ring of Roses with the very smallest ones, but she could hear Grandmother Mole's voices in the distance as she said, Oh, you sly rogues, or... When I was a young girl, we did not treat our elders in such a manner, and from its tone, she could tell that the old lady was enjoying herself. All the little bunnies screamed when the game came to all fall down and immediately said, Do it again. So Aunt Hedgehog knew that from the oldest to the youngest, the picnic was a success, and it made her very happy. Groups of mothers sat under the furze bushes, talking of their children and knitting or sewing, Uncle Badger had brought a pack of cards, and he and some of the fathers were sitting round an anthill, which made a fine table and were playing a quiet game. Altogether, it was a very peaceful scene after the fright they had had before lunch. Pinky and some of the other boys were on the sandy slope behind the haystacks. They had found an old tea tray and were having a glorious time tobogganing. Four of them could sit on it at once, and it simply flew down the slope. At the bottom, it was bumpy, and you usually upset, but that made it all the more fun. Pulling the tray uphill again was not quite so amusing, but Master Bobtail was always ready to lend a helping hand. Once, he even pulled it up with a boy still sitting on it, but he said he would not do it again. It made him too hot. And afterwards, he sat down and watched them, offering a three-penny bit to anyone who could safely gain the bottom without tipping over. It was not very expensive for him, as only one party did it, and then perhaps not quite fairly, because Bob Squirrel stuck out his leg and slowed down before they reached the stony part. At half past four, Aunt Hedgehog called the boys and asked them to get some sticks and make a fire, so she might boil the tea kettle. By five o'clock, everything was ready. Large plates of bread and jam and grass sandwiches, and in the very middle of the cloth, Mother Bunny's splendid cake, all covered with white sugar and good luck to dear Aunt Hedgehog, written in pink on the top. This cake was a great surprise because Mother Bunny had kept it wrapped up in paper until the last moment, and everyone had thought it would only be an ordinary cake without any icing. You may guess how much pleased Aunt Hedgehog was and how the little ones squeaked and the big ones shouted. The mother said it was a charming idea and wished they had thought of it, and the father smiled at Aunt Hedgehog and tried to catch her eye as they raised their cups of tea to their lips. This was even a livelier meal than lunch had been. The shock of the morning was forgotten, and the whole party felt that they had spent the most delightful day. Just as the last basket was being packed, a frightened-looking rook came rushing up and asked if Dr. Badger could come at once, as there had been an accident. 
It was feared that Nurse Raven's leg was broken. She had caught her foot in a rabbit hole when playing blind man's buff at Count Renner's picnic and was now lying in great agony at Weasel Villa. Of course, Uncle Badger had to hurry off, leaving Master Bobtail to take care of everyone. It must be confessed that Pinky did not feel very sorry for Nurse Raven. In fact, he felt rather glad to think that now she would most likely have to stay in bed for a week without moving, and he wondered if anyone would sit beside her and tell her dreadful stories. Now that tea was over and Uncle Badger called away, there seemed no reason for going on with the picnic, especially as some of the little ones were beginning to get sleepy. So each guest thanked Aunt Hedgehog for the happy day she had given them and said good night. Then one by one, they went away in the gathering dusk, and soon lights appeared in tiny cottage windows. Aunt Hedgehog, Mother Bunny, and Pinky and his brothers and sisters were the last to go. Pinky was very quiet as they walked home. He felt a little sad. All the week, he had been longing for Saturday to come, and now it was over. Why did nice things end so quickly, he wondered. Only one more day with dear Aunt Hedgehog, and then school again, he thought, hastily wiping away a tear, which was slowly trickling down his cheek. End of chapter 5